created by some randos in a Discord call. last week. Don't worry about it. I see we've got you right in the middle of your whole thing. Do you mind if we ask you some questions? Uh-huh. Right out. Uh-huh. So we've heard that you're a man of few words. Would you like to explain why you feel it is so important to make a point with your fists? Uh-huh. And Tonfa, of course. How could I forget? As you said, it's a very awesome weapon. Who do you source from? No. I see. I bet you get an amazing deal. Well, let's get down to the real questions. Could you put the man down for a moment? He's turning blue. <sighs> yeah, those sirens are getting closer. Well, let's do some spitfire questions. <sighs> Just nod your head yes or shake it no. Mm-hmm. Where are you from? <sighs> How did you find yourself with such a profession? If you can call it that. Did you always want to be the fist of justice? The corporate ass whooper? Or do you just wake up one day as a badass? Mm. Uh. I see. Do you have a real life outside of this? Oh, oh, like a secret identity where you work a normal job and have a normal life. And this is you getting back at the man. Uh, uh. Right-o. Fuck the corporates, right? Mm-hmm. Last question, because I can see lights. Are you the reincarnation of Lorian Greenfinger? Or any of the other gods? <laughs> I don't know. I figure someone had to ask. Thanks for clearing that up. Everyone's going to be pretty surprised. Uh-huh. Right. We'll let you get back to it. Would you like to punch us out? Mm-hmm. Well, that's it for now, folks. Big thanks to KIDD. Look at him go. That man's never going to walk without augments again. I'm Sue, the coolest, the best, most awesome queen of the soulscape. Here with free doom needles. Live in the streets and in your shoes. Signing off! A Man Called Stranger Season 1 Black Collar Episode 2 It's Always Complicated Created by Out of Credits And starring A Confused Mistake As Cupid Whip Hand 
as Packet Tracer, Rensei as the Marshal, Gigahood as the Voice of the City, Givi as the Doctor, DBK as Johnny the Enforcer, and the Grim Bard as me, the Stranger. Ugh. Damn, you look awful. Did you get hit by a car? What are those vehicles in the air called? You got hit by a hovercraft? To be fair to Ed, I was the one in the wrong place. Damn, what brought one down here? Oh, I'm not sure. Some sort of beacon on a suit's comlink. He activated it. Was rather intent on doing so, even though he was literally about to pass out from blood loss. That's an Evo Medvac contract. Pretty pricey to get a plan with coverage down here. Way above regular pay grade. Mine barely extends into the Undertown. Oh. You have one? Of course, I'm not circuit fried, am I? Do I have one? Nope. Why? There's a decent chance you actually are circuit fried, my guy. That or your circuits are weird as all hells. I don't know though. I'd love to get my hands on some scans of your arms and genetic sequence. Anyways, that's why I'm here I guess. Gotta get you to a clinic. Fast because you're gonna stain my seats. They are nice. I know! Handmade Kessel leather. Expensive. Stop bleeding everywhere. The ride back to the surface was smooth in his new whip. And by the time we got there, the sun had already risen. The air lanes above were already filling, and long shadows were casted around us. We passed through our own burrow while riding the speedways, looping through the high layers of downtown, and before long, a towering arcology of green and brown metals came into view, a mega building to tower them all. I made an appointment on the way for you. Use my emergency number, you're welcome. Don't tell the boss, yeah? I'm already running late picking you up. Thanks. It's appreciated. I'm sure this is the beginning of a good day. Eh, let's hope you keep that disposition. Come on, let's get in. What are you doing up so early anyways? There was a Halizna and the Hollies show last night, so I was in the area. Oh, nice. Did you go with Kid? Nah, Sybil got free tickets by hacking DDD. Over here, you gotta wave your hand across the reader thing so it picks up your soulgram. Oh, easy enough. What's her deal anyways? Who, Sybil? Yeah, who else are we talking about? Not much. Ex-Corpo, hates DDD, totally at fault for the second crash. The second crash? You get the message on your comm? Uh, yeah. Room 207. This way, then. So, yeah, she she crashed the old Diginet a while back. Fun times. Didn't take long for the Bionet to replace it, and the Soulscape stuff to come around with it. So no big loss. You say that very nonchalantly. Let's put it this way. It's the most chalant thing about her. Come on, let's sit down. What is this place? Clearly not an emergency room. You're not in need of emergency, are you? You look mostly fine. I might be bleeding a bit, but sure. Ah, uh, that's fine. You're walking. You can see a doc directly over there. Direct access to trauma docs. 
perks of your license, actually. I could just get glimpses through the many doors around us. They held all manner of machinery and other high-tech looking things that I knew not the names of. Every few moments a droid or drone would pass, some carried an arrangement of medical equipment, some were the medical equipment. The door we were in front of was large, it was a steely platinum with brown trimmings, matching the schemes and colors of the Evo Group Arcology. The glass was still frosted over, showing it was occupied. With nowhere else to be, we settled down in a couple of well-cushioned chairs in these sterile white halls. Hmm... What are you doing? Lots of new private Netscapes going up lately. That's not an answer. Trying to get a hit on this Maribeth chick you're looking for? But I can't seem to backtrack her movements. Going from private coverage to secured area. Is that... bad? It's almost like she's purposefully doing her best to make sure whoever tracks her is having a hard time. So she was expecting someone to be doing this. Yeah, but not me, that's for sure. Nor the fact that I can use NSEN access now. Perks of the job. Then... what is the problem? Some Netscapes need physical connection to really crack them, or in person if we're talking Soulscape. What the fuck are we talking about? Number... Looks like you're up. Go get checked up. I'll call up Kid and see about getting us a location. Yeah, that's me. I'm not back soon. Come looking for me. Inside the door was an office that must have also doubled as an examination room. There was a minimalist desk with a small console screen on it and an examination bed on the opposite side of the room. The place felt sterile and had that lemony chemical clean smell perfuming the air. I didn't know too clean for my taste could be a thing until I realized how weird it was to sit in this empty room and wait, worrying about how much bacteria is on my breath when I exhale. I don't think you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth. The raised voices drew my attention to the corner, where there was a side room door. There was no window on it, and it looked sealed, but muffled voices were bleeding through, forcing me to listen, whether I was trying to or not, and I very much was not. Listen here, you girlie. I won't be hearing any more excuses. These aren't excuses. You're being unreasonable. I have responsibilities, you know. There's a patient waiting right now. Your responsibilities are what I deem them to be. What I deem them. You hear me? Hard not to. Then get it through your thick skull. The clients can wait while you get it done. And get more on my desk by the end of shift. Or when I come back, it'll be with Team Gauze to renegotiate certain aspects of your contract. Your threats don't mean anything when you can barely stand on your own anymore, much less pretending you have the authority to authorize Gauze. I let you get away with a lot here, Doctor. 
but I won't be disrespected in my own wing. Oh, hush. You're acting like a petulant child. That was none of my business, and I'm going to do my absolute best to pretend that they were not that loud and forget anything I had just overheard, because that sounded like a whole can of worms that was not my problem. Even less so when the door was thrown open and a disheveled looking person in a corpo suit stepped out. Their eyes were wild and darted around before stopping on me for a split second. They didn't say anything, only growled ferally as they stormed down. The air around them felt cold, foul, unnatural almost, stank. Sorry about the wait, new client I see. Uh, yes, I think. Mm, your file is blank. It's not the only thing. Mm. Don't worry about it. Uh, you haven't gone through- Absolutely nothing. I just got here. Preliminary magic circuit scans, nope. old checks, or any of the oral history surveys, but they sent you right up to me? I haven't even finished going through that sentence. I think someone said something about trauma. One of those types I see. Uh, come this way and I'll do what I can here, since your plan covers it. Gotta love having a plan. What's the matter? Got nicked while on the job. Anything in particular? Been getting roughed up a lot lately, you could say. Been kinda feeling weak and sore all over. What hurts? Can't say. What doesn't? You're an odd type, aren't you, Mr. 257595? Yeah, it's a mouthful, sorry. Take off all that dirty gear and get on the table. Yeah? All of it? As much as you feel comfortable. If you say so. I know those like you feel exceptionally naked without some kind of weapon or inane trinket of sorts. I prefer nothing metal. It can interfere with the droid. Can't really take off any more now, can I? Right. <sighs> I laid down on a metal table that had a vague humanoid imprint in it. The sides came up once the cold metal was against my skin. Felt like being wrapped in a steel coffin. A multicolored lights flashed over me. The machine buzzed and lowered me down before a thin laser crossed me from head to toe. That's odd. Oh, that's what I really want to hear. Nothing to worry yet, just getting odd readings from you. Oh, because that's way better. What about the weird discoloration on my arm? She didn't say anything, but tapped at the data pad in her hands. Eyes of blue with yellow specks flickered at me as she crossed over to the machine and began tapping something on the screen. You seem to have a particular makeup, Mr. Stranger. Stranger? A man called. That's either a terrible moniker or I assume that's off-worlder for something. Nope. No? You know what? You're right. I lied. It's Spacer for stop asking me questions. <sighs> Sorry. Didn't mean to snap. You were about to tell me something. Right you are. Well then, Mr. Stranger, are you a new blood by any chance, or have any unregistered augments? Don't think so. 
Is it going to be on the test? Something is interfering with the scans. I can't get a good picture beneath your dermatitis layer. Uh, as far as I know, I'm a old blood. And, uh, I got this clearly cybered arm. You don't know or you don't want to say? Uh, let's just say the wound on my arm is probably not the worst thing I have going on. If you're going to be cryptic, I can have you dislodge right now. I have better things to be dealing with. Right, right. Um, not being cryptic. It's just like a whole thing. Long story, men for whiskey nights. Then start talking. Right, uh, short story then. Yes, TikTok. 20 words or less. Am amnesia. Can't remember much past the last few months. Thoughts and magic scattered. Slowly getting better, I think. Or maybe I've sobered up. Not sure. That was 25. Well, that's the shortest I've explained it. I haven't actually been drinking less. You should start with the amnesia first next time. What medications are you on for the memory loss? Uh, that would be whiskey and smoke leaf. Sometimes I even mix it up and have a bubbly first. Hmm. Interesting. I'd like to take a better look, but we're nearing our allocated time. You seem to not have any internal damage, but I will schedule for a follow-up. You're clearly wounded on the arm and suffering a light case of burnout. Without proper genetic and physical workup, the best I can do is dose you on some get-up and patch out that arm. Um, alright there. Good enough for me. Should I just take follow-up questions and... Schedule an appointment. And questions about anything rather... Appointment. I felt like that was going to be the answer. Something like that, yeah. Hold still, the drone will patch you up while I order the tests. Let me guess. For a later appointment. It's hard to remain motionless when a semi-aligned machine grips your shoulder and digs in with a needle and stapler. A less manly man might scream. But I... I just clenched my teeth and whimpered like a shivering wet lizard. The doctor watched intently over the top of her data pad. I don't know if she thought she was subtle, but she was staring at the machine work on my arm like any predator does their prey. A couple of sparks flew, and I felt a prick on my thigh. A cooling sensation flowed through my body, numbing the pain as it worked on my arm. I felt lightheaded, euphoric for a moment, but the edge of pain came back rather quick, quicker than the drone finishing up the stitching. Hmm, you definitely seem to have an odd genetic quality to you. I'd love to look at it further. The bed tilted me back up and she stepped over to me, inspecting the newly cleaned and closed wound close enough to count the hair follicles on my arm. Fascinating workmanship. Do you know where it was fabricated? Any particular reason you want to know? Judging by the build, I'd say you're not an old blood, simply based on the reaction you had to the getup. But Talthor and genetics are fickle at best. It's best to inspect closer. Right, I don't actually know what old blood means. I 
just assume. I think I heard it somewhere. <sighs> Old blood are exclusively the few Talithorians with no outside genetic material. Few and far between anymore, especially at your age. Wait, what do you mean, at my age? I'm, like, pretty young. I'd guess you're a high blood with some particularly strong outside genetic material. Can you manipulate Canastium? It's not on your file. Oh, I can manipulate. Just don't know about Canastium. Canastium is the scientific term for the energy itself. In more common terms, can you use magic? Energy manipulation? Soul burn? Oh, uh, yeah. I can do a bunch of things with, uh, like, wind. I can move real fast. What kind of manipulation? Is that very important? Maybe. Helps paint a picture. I can control air and, and like, kind of manipulate water. I can turn myself into mist somehow. It's weird. You can dematerialize yourself? Well, kind of. It takes a whole incantation of sorts. I can't really control it. It doesn't really do what I want it to do when I want it to do it. It's a whole thing. You're either lying or delusional. I mean, I doubt it. But anything is possible. Shouldn't be possible. You're gonna have to elaborate. She turned to my augmented arm and tapped it with her nails, before drawing a long red painted one down the forearm. I couldn't feel it, but I felt like I once felt it. Your arm. This is not a regular canestium alloy. Even if it was, full dematerialization shouldn't be possible with augments of the cybernetic variety of this size. That doesn't even account for whatever is interfering with the scans. She stumbled away, trailing off to herself about something I could no longer hear, as I got up and got redressed. Joining her as she sat at her desk, typing something away into her console device, throwing me another glance. You're set now. You can check and schedule appointments on the Netscape. Alright, I can just walk right out then, yeah? I put it into the port that you were injured on the job and will require further checkup, possibly bed rest if that's what you're after. Your employer was not in file, so I made it open for whatever purposes you might need. Oh, that's... nice. Kind of corrupt, even if it's in a kind and honest way. But that's neither here nor there, nor for me to judge. I expect I'll be seeing you. I'll shelve it as a favor for later. Well, until then. Packet was still waiting outside. We exited back to his car with little to no hassle, and were back on the road soon after. animal companionship but never cared for the upkeep? Well, download Pixel Pets now. And you can use my code QueenSiddleXXX. That's uppercase and lowercase uppercase on the X's on sign up. And
and get one of me rare epic pets. And if you do it now before my show's over, you'll even get a thousand of whatever premium currency they use to buy cool and awesome new things for your pixel pets. You want to be the coolest kid on the block? Get one now! It's been a quiet night down here in the underground that has brought our soul-crazed incidents up to a nice and round 80 dead already. And we still have a whole week to go! Will we set a record? Nobody knows. We're sure gonna try, though. Don't worry. Up top, we've got a whole roster of friends and foes to make sure you still don't get a fucking peaceful night of sleep regardless. As the war between the West Side syndicates and our friendly up-and-coming East Side organizations has been beginning to heat up and is showing no sign of slowing down. It's all spilling in from the East Docks. From South Downtown, from where the West Residential areas are, you know, where all the good party drugs are. The ESO has taken ground and seems intent to wage war all over downtown. Good for them, I'd say. Aside from one teeny tiny incy wincy little detail. The one that's left a couple little piggies swept up in the shootouts. Which, if you're picking up what I'm putting down here, you know what comes next. Everyone's getting fucked up the ass by security enforcement. That's what. That's a beating for you. GSW for you, and for you, and for you. Everyone's getting fines. Hope you brought lube, because the dildo of consequences is rarely lubed. And it's going to be a rough ride until it's out of their corporate systems. We all know it does nothing more for them than tightening the noose around our necks a little further when they're inconvenienced. I'm not going to lie to you folks. It's so bad that it's even creeping into the underground, which is... Great, you know? Because, like, what this place really needed was more crime. You know, amongst all the crime, crime, semi-legal crime, amoral crime, very unethical crime, generally illegal things that aren't classified as crime, but that should be, because honestly, what's the difference? We can all put it next to our technical crime and black-collar crime, and it'll draw attention away from, well, all the fucking crime. He turned away from the pull-off back towards our office building, and instead took a block around the arcology's corner. He was driving with his knees while tapping away at his oracle's multiple screens, only looking up occasionally to crane his neck looking out the windows. I fucking hate this borough. Who designed this place? A drunk lizard with a crayon? A half-eyed delver? A monkey with two extra chromosomes? Use your hands, dammit. Where are we going? Trying to get a good signal. Here, hold this. He shoved a comlink into my hands that was already dialing kid. Hey kid, it's Stranger. I'm in the car with Packet, and he just threw the comlink at me and- Kid! Still can't get a signal. Have you tried the northeast side? Uh, uh. Yeah, sounds fucking windy up there. Try plugging it into the universal data port, then hitting the hard reset. I'm gonna spoof away in, and then try hijacking the signal. Uh. Put the dongle in the thingy, and flip the whatchamacallit clockwise. Uh, uh. Wait a few moments. Pull the glowy thingy. How's it look? Um... Uh. 
And and then run, because it may or may not overload and blow. Yeah, yeah, that's the overloading sound. I'd say you got a few seconds, so... Kid? Kid? You still there? Oh shit, we might have lost Kid. Oh, wait. Got the signals perfect. Let's go pick him up before he sets off a radar. Or gets hit by a hovercraft, because... That's now something I gotta take into account. I don't see him. I stuck my head out the window and turned towards the skies. The thunder and lightning muffled the explosions, but the flames were creating dancing shadows across the streets and high-rises. Smoke filled the clouded skies, turning it grim as the smoke mingled with the acid rain. There was a flash of blue glistening in the shadows, before they shifted and a shape swooped through the smoke towards us. A few moments later, a small man covered head to toe in black clothes and black suit was soaring through the air and landed on the sidewalk next to us. You good, kid? You look fine. Besides, that was pretty cool. So, come on, get in already. He shook out his damp brown hair while making some weird noise. Somewhere between a strangled cat and a wrestled alligator. God damn, you two are gonna be the death of my car. You would never treat Cupid's car this way. Fine, fine. Yeah, I got the uplink. One second, I'm scanning. Do you know how hard it is to pinpoint a face in a city of billions? Gotta narrow it down to the very biometric structure of how she walks on a rainy Tuesday night while drunk on two tequila tossers to even get a hit. And... you have that. Well, technically Ensen does, which is making this a lot easier. <clears throat> okay, fair. Not easy enough that you didn't have to nearly get blown up, but easy enough that I didn't need to get nearly blown up with you. That's good, because voila, is this your girl? She's not my girl, she's a job. But yeah, that is her. Where is this? Narrowing down the district, surprisingly like six blocks away, about halfway between here and the Sector 9 precinct. Just super convenient for me because I'm late for work. Otherwise, you'd be walking and regardless, you're gonna have to search the grounds on your own. Well, Crash, that's great. Because I have a feeling I've got a lot of walking ahead of me today. <sighs> Sorry folks, before we continue, let's have a word from our sponsors, a super awesome group that's quite near and dear to my heart. And not because they also have a show with a kick-ass queen of the soulscape as their hostess that you can catch every other night, but, well, also because they're giving you a lot of candies. You know, I'm talking about the coolest, the best event runners themselves. Ecalypso and their fantastic game show you can only find on the Soulscape, The Pandemonium! <laughs> if you're following the show closely, which you should be because it's awesome, then you know last night was a disastrous night for most as we lost a whopping 17 contestants in the last Mac hacking round. <laughs> Boy, was it wild. Guts were flying. Blood was spilling, a whole ass man blew up from the ass. Aw oh, man, you had to have been there. It was amazing! 
trust me. So, we're down to three contestants in for a fight for their life tomorrow as they face off each other in what I'm betting way too much on being the final round. Dogs or die. The rules are going to be simple for this one, folks, before the round begins. All three of our contestants will be placed in a secretive location of their choosing, somewhere in meat space, on Ecalypso's brand spanking new Netscape locked away in the depths of Tartarus, and will have to break out, survive the wilds of the Tartarus soulscape, secure their own bodies, and take out the others, all while being chased, hounded, and terrorized by some of my very own, personal, best ice creations. Dozens of nasty little things sent in from all you dear viewers, and finally, the thing you've been waiting for, everything the Eris system can throw at them. This round will be no holds barred. I'm talking all the hacking, homemade wear, and all the dirty tricks our three freelancers and hackers can think of. Nothing is off the table, because guess what? There is no table! And of course, what's awaiting the winner at the end? Aside from the one-way tickets of fame and fortune, aside from being the rudest dude to never go to school, a literal certified badass? Did I mention I've won thrice? Anyways, you don't just get a peek behind the Techno Wizard's curtain, but you also get a copy of Ecalypso's proprietary SoulForge software. You heard me right. That's not just a peek behind the curtain, but that's putting your whole hand in the chef's pot. Catch it live in Tartarus tomorrow night, hosted by me, Sybil, and brought to you not by the rest, but by the absolute best events on the net, Ecalypso. All right, now that that's out of my system, other news. From Midtown, we have something I'm sure someone and everyone cares about. I'm so sad that the infamous freelancer Guildhart was found with 16. Yes, I said that right. 16 bullet holes from the waist up. I am equally so sad to report that he will not be making a recovery and met a painfully slow death by bleeding out on his own in a midtown high rise. Now he's contracts of Frida for the rest of us which I have heard are already flying off the pan like strips right out of the chromium under the management of the ever-watchful, well, manager, who has not sponsored us, but gives me free drinks, which is essentially the same. And finally, Uptown and the Skylines are still, well, Hartford trash. I don't know what's going on up there. Probably sucks, smells of lizard piss, and is definitely not as fun as what's going on down here. Well, my dear listeners, I barely missed a peep of sleep. And you could say the victims won't be losing out on any either. So let's get on with our next morning's sponsor, Blaze's Old Ass Books. I couldn't help the crawl that went down my spine as I gazed up at the mega buildings looming above me. To find this place had taken most of the day of searching through the steely artery roads and crisscrossing train rails that wound their way into the heart of the SCT metropolis above me. Below it was the designated area Packet had given me that was much larger than he made it out to be. Stretching from the platforms of the aforementioned Midtown, nearly down to the east side docks. It was a large borough, the place most wanted to be, and the furthest most would ever go. Though walking through its neon lit arteries was always my preference. Like most, 
Destiny had kept me to the abyss beneath these elevated platforms that crown the city heights. Uh, comling, 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 comling. Ah, there we go. <clears throat> Stranger here. Ah. Rot damn, man. We have been looking for hours. Where are you? Ah. Rot damn. I really could go for some Java. You verse? <laughs> I know. I know what it's like. But you're the one who's supposed to know this area oh so well. Don't you have some wise words of explanation about what we're stepping into? Huh? I don't know, not a lot so far. We've got a missing woman, she disappeared sometime last night, which has led me to seeing the remnant of a war zone, a shootout between some suits and freelancers in the yard, and a lot of other things already not adding up. Color me surprised, everybody lies. Right, we know she's not going to be easy to find. What's our next best step? Uh, well, sure. Maybe that? I did start to poke around, but I was surprised at the scene and getting shot put a little pause in the plans. Takes out the motivation behind that one, don't you think? What's our second best plan? Ah. Uh, exactly. So where are we with this? Uh, oh. Then why didn't you say so? Send it over. Yeah, that does look like the place. Though, when you kind of look at it side by side, everything here kind of looks alike. Well, that's never good. You think you triggered something. Rot oh, damned, who is this chick? This is starting to smell. Fine, get them out of here. I'll be as quick as I can. Before the small device was even fully back into my pocket, my Shane's got an AR notification from him, with a snapshot from a street cam of a woman entering an apartment building. I placed it beside another shot of the same place with the attached address sent him back my appreciation and he sent a final message saying the chromium tomorrow night the spot was a little place not far off the high platforms of midtown nor the entrance into the undertown just a burrow over from the docks themselves on one side and the precinct of sector 9 on the other the Evo Group Arcology we came from was casting shadows across the whole block this late into the day. To say this area was conveniently placed was to say an executive probably pissed in a golden toilet. But in the real estate game, that can also just mean it costs an organ or two to breathe its air, which is also somehow a feasible price to these corporates. Everyone wants a place good enough that you could get around most of the city in a day or so, if you time the rails right. But this place, gotta say, very bland architecture, must have been built by one of the industrial corporations. The streets lined with trim little concrete and metal buildings, all sitting in a row on a street that hadn't seen better days, but wasn't so bad quite yet. Probably because it sprung up quickly after the branding. Locked. 
I couldn't see anything but a soul-grim reader in a soulless hallway. There was no place to hide a keycard in these bland, empty halls. And there was no utility or access room that might have had a vent or a passageway anywhere on the floor that I could see on my way up, or as I checked more specifically on my long way back down. I doubled back outside to look around. Didn't take too long to find a small alley tucked in the back that had another entrance to the walkway between the high-rises. Its gate was also locked, but this time, all it had was just a simple chain and padlock. It's Seawad. Open up. From there, it was just a simple matter of scaling up ten floors. Walkway got me halfway up, and the rest was on my fingers. Quick calculation showed me approximately where her apartment should have been, and... Fuck, 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 fuck! <clears throat> Window was shut, and locked. But peering around showed me no one seemed home, and no one came running after a few bangs. Which you usually do when there's a stranger hanging out your bathroom window on the 11th floor. Alright, come on. That could have been easier. I brushed the glass into a corner with my foot and pulled the shower curtains back to hide the broken window before moving the door and peering around to make sure that it was clear. I focused my hearing, but anything outside the machine hum of the building was dead silent. The house was as bland inside as out, furnished with fabricated furniture that looked identical to what you'd seen in advertisement. Either their home decorator was the same that makes sets for net shows, or they had a very specific image in mind of what they wanted to live in. And that image was more average than the most corporate brand meat sauce. That was my first thought as I looked around. But it drained away like whiskey from a bottle as I moved throughout the place. The walls had shelves. The shelves had pictures. Trophies from some sort of accounting competition. Nothing out of the norm at first glance. But upon a closer inspection, something was very off about them. Couldn't put my finger on it. Couldn't feel anything from a trigger of my magic either. The whole place felt empty. But off. The kitchen was spotless. Every pot and pan looked brand new. And there was only a single spork in the sink. But the fridge wasn't empty. It was filled with days old food. Stale. Half rotting all from some sort of local takeout or a preheated snack. Not a thing fresher than that bottled corporate meat sauce has ever seen the inside of this place. <sighs> Almost everything was covered in a light airy layer of dust. The only place that seemed to be touched was the seat conveniently placed by the window and a spot on the couch with a square foot on the coffee table in front of it. When in the right light, though, at just the exact angle, I could see faint footsteps leading through the house. I followed them to the only side room I'd seen in here, assumed it was a fake bedroom, to go with the rest of the fake house. But now that I'm looking carefully, 
the set of footprints weren't all the same. There was a pair that looked new, larger. I followed them, slowly opened the door and paused in the frame. Flashed my magic again for a split second. I couldn't feel anything in particular. No traps at least, but I felt uneasy. I pushed the door open again. Inside was empty, but emptier than I would have guessed. Whereas for one, there was no one in there. And second, the lights were off, but I could have sworn there was a light on before. I could see it was furnished less than my office. That's truly pitiful. The bed was made as if no one would ever slept in it, and that was reassuring. I moved to the closet, a usual hiding place, and it was also empty. As were the drawers on the nightstand, which I checked just in case they were actually very small. All of it was the same easily and readily fabricated furniture that was in the rest of the house and all of it was seemingly empty of any real personal effects. Ugh, what the fuck is that? I was starting to feel some sort of killing intent around me, and it spooked me more than enough to realize that it was about time that I made an exit. I nearly missed it when I turned, triggering my magic again, but I noticed my lingering magic hit something of an obstacle in the corner. I realized that drawers and closet were the only empty thing in the room. The air around the door moved, wavered like it was in the middle of a hot day. I froze and my hand slowly moved towards my belt, but as it wrapped around the handle of my iron, the door flung shut. Easy now. Don't move. Hands away from your belt. Fancy seeing you here. Well, can't actually see you. Uh, Mr. Clade, was it? The Jack. Glad to see you remembered. Now why don't you- I didn't give him a chance to reply and dashed at where I heard his voice come from in the dark, smacking the gun away. It clattered somewhere and went off. Unfortunately, I flinched and he took advantage of my hesitation and got in a sucker punch on me. And how about you shut the- <laughs> <laughs> You shouldn't have done that. And you shouldn't have pulled on me. What are you doing in here, Indy? Weren't you sent to downtown? Well, wouldn't you like to... <laughs> missed. <laughs> I was fast, but his arms rippled underneath his suit, a golden glow coming from his gloves as his fist impacted with the hardiness of metal. It sent me skittering back. I barely stayed upright as my head was swimming. <laughs> I fended off his next two blows mostly on instinct, and the fact that his glowing hands left a trail easy to follow. My returning ones barely stunned him and he managed to push me off. Ugh, fuck. Alright, let's go then. <laughs> you know what's worse than odds? Fucking magical adepts. That should really be the magic I learned. I asked what in the holy hells you're doing here, Indy. Next ask, you'll be answering me without teeth. What I was fucking hired to do. My turn. What are you doing here? I don't answer to you. Oh yeah? The other option is we do round two. You wanna go again? His eyes begin glowing gold, giving away his position. But he took the opening first and managed to grab a hold of me good. I flailed and he slammed me into the wall. 
pinning my arms between his oversized body and the cold metal with unnatural strength. He raised his arm to punch me. Hold on, just to- <laughs> Through blurry eyes, I saw his hand drop to his jacket, and not wanting to find out what was next, it was at that very moment I decided I'd had quite enough. Lens intertwined. My incantation brought a swirl of green energy around me that flowed with the air, slamming into him and pushing him across the room. With a thump, he impacted the wall and then landed on its back. Fortunately, my last blow must have caught him the nose, and I could see a faint twinkle in his blood as it streamed down his face. Alright, let's try this again. But he was already getting back up to his feet before I could fully catch my breath. The fuck are you? Don't you fucking stand- Starlight rise. I scrambled for something, but I wasn't having it. My sight flashed green as a second incantation brought me to him. I grabbed his arm and twisted it painfully to force him to drop what ended up being a serrated green blade on the ground. I kicked it away before pushing him back and reaching into my own jacket. <sighs> Let's try this again. You wouldn't dare. I thought I've made it abundantly clear what I'll do if I feel threatened. And let me tell you, I'm feeling really threatened. Why did you think you were going to be a special case for me? I'm a god's damn jack. See, so I'm a spacer. So that threat means nothing. I'm a fucking Indian. You have no idea what I'll do to you. See, anything sounds scary in an intimidating voice. You know what's more intimidating? My fucking gun. You real carefree for the amount of shit you just stepped in. Do you know who job you took? If a single hair on my- I cannot begin to tell you how much I do not care. Am I kneecapping you, or are we gonna sit down and have a civilized conversation? Preferably with the lights on. We shouldn't be having any conversation. You shouldn't be in here. Possibly not. Doubt you should be either. By the by, what is here? Shows what you know. How do you find the place if you don't know what it is? The, nah, I'm going to be the one asking the questions. Now come on. Go, come on, over there, find the switch. Arms out, there we go. I'll be taking this off you. Revolver, hmm. Neat shooter, long barrel. I'm gonna keep this for now. Alright, nice and easy. Back over to the bed. Sit on the edge. Let's be clear. I'm a very jumpy man now that I've triggered my magic. So any sudden movements from you is gonna cause me to react. And who knows what I'll do. Are we on the same page? You really love the sound of your own voice. I like the sound of yours more. Especially when it sings. So let's start. What are you doing here? You're very confident when you got me dead in sights. Yeah, that's kind of the point of having a gun. It really gives you the power when the other guy's punching you repeatedly in the face. I kinda just relearned that the hard way. So are we gonna be civil? Or what? Says the Indian to a jock. Oh, we're playing that game. 
That's fine, I have about six quick hacks for it left. What do you think? If I was thinking, I wouldn't be asking. I am also investigating. Don't like that one. Bad answer. Oh yeah? Yeah, I'm the investigator. You're the jack of all trades. That's not how this works. Try again. What answer are you expecting? I didn't want soulless trash like you involved. Want to know where my colleague went. Oh, close. Trying to plan my emotions. But no, don't have any. And I don't like that answer either. Try again. This time, with a little more heart. That's all I got to say to the likes of you. Take it or leave it. Oops. Looks like I left a little lead in you. Oh, what the fuck? Hope that's lead. What kind of bullets do you use? You know, some of those town guys use like these weird anti-magic bullets. Are you trying to get Ansem cold? I'm not too worried. I don't know about you, but I'm pretty fast. You're probably just alerted the neighbors. They're not going to ignore shots around here. Oops. Now, how about that? Oops. Are you still mad? This is Ansem property. Is it now? Well, did I mention bullshit also gets me all jumping? You're lucky I missed there. Must be due to the sudden light and all the dust in the air. It's got me all woozy, because I was aiming for your gut. You're going to get us both killed, and you're full of jokes? Do you have a death wish? Several. So you better start talking, because I'm licensed. Or something like that. You still can't just blow my head off. Really? Because from where I'm standing, you pulled on me, I got the better of you, disarmed you, your gun went off in the shuffle, leg wound. Really rather fortunate for such a being caliber gun on such a big man. Okay, okay. Oh, I thought you were in Indy. Don't you bastards have rules or some shit? No, what you're thinking of is standards, and you don't meet them. We have a contract. Do we? I must have missed that meeting, because the one I had was with your boss. Now are we going to continue wasting time, or am I wasting you? You're going to regret this. You better kill me right now before I can trigger a healing spell, because then you're done when I get back up. Then I'm gonna ask one last time, what are you actually doing here? I'm not lying, I'm also looking into Marybeth. Just sticking with that, are we? Am I really that untrustworthy? I wouldn't trust you, as far as I'm going to throw you the next we meet. Word to the possibly bleeding out, be a little less threatening when I'm still the one holding the gun, but you know what, let's say. For the sake of me getting any actual answers out of anybody. That you're not lying. Why are you looking into her? Sweethearts. One of you screw over the other? Or actually screw? Is, is this a secret divorce case? It better fucking not be. What? No. It's none of your concern. Actually, your boss does say it is. Literally hired me for it. Unrelated to your job. See, that's for me to decide. 
and my arm is getting tired and this decision is going to come around a lot more rapid than you would prefer. The package. I want the package. What package? If I wasn't trying to get you out of my hair, I'd be annoyed we spent money on someone so inept. The package in the buy. And that is your fifth out. One more insult, and we're doing this the way of hot lead. What buy, and what part of it, are you involved in? The whole thing, you idiot. You really think the West Side Orgs would just go into the underground for nothing? With all the chaos flying around? We don't want anything to do with the underground. It's imp territory. We've got enough of our own problems. Right, imps, the, uh big crime org in the underground. Leftover Imperials from the crash, yes, there is an uneasy peace. We wouldn't be making any moves if it wasn't a big deal. That includes hiring you. So all of this was an illegal buy that got crashed? What was the buy? The package, you moron. Huh. Is this what it's like talking to me? Are we just gonna wise guy at each other all day? You're the one with the gun. You know what? That's true. What was in the rot damned package? Don't know. Oh yeah. How about uh, now? Uh, shit! I said I don't know. Oh, really? Uh, 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 that kind of felt like a lie. It wasn't. Oh, don't whine at me. I only winged you that time. Why do you want the package so bad? Who are you, actually? Something you'll never fucking see. Because if you don't kill me right now, you're a dead man. Well, fuck. Hope you're a live man that can walk, because it sounds like incense getting close. By the way, don't leave so much blood everywhere. Leaves a trail right back to you. You hear me? A dead man walking. Anyways, be seeing you, bruiser. His shouts echoed behind me, but I didn't turn back. Instead, I crossed the house and peeked out the window. Seeing lights were already flashing off the block. I had enough of jumping out windows for the day and made my way to the door, knowing the walkways on the sides were going to prove a perfect exit. Fortunately, the main door opened from inside as well. I managed to get far enough that I was pushed aside by the cops rushing in. They were moving with purpose and paid me no mind as I ducked down a side hallway for a quieter exit. The fresh air was welcomed to the stagnant stank of the mega building. A light drizzle of rain hit my face as the door shut firmly behind me, and I turned to make my way across the extended walkways. Oi, stranger! I made it about two steps before a man stepped out of the corner and looked at me, and glared at me. He was tall, thick, had a mane of chestnut hair, and regal features you'd expect on an emperor lizard, a less scaly, twice as tough. His deep brown eyes stared at me as I neared. He pulled massive hands out of the pockets of a thick brown coat that might have been a single animal once and beckoned me over. I slowed my pace and gave him a little nod of acknowledgement, 
but when he removed his hat and gave another aggressive little wave, I sighed, knowing I had not much choice. Evening, stranger. Fancy seeing you here. Chilly day, isn't it? My greetings. You're looking good. The guys got here quick. Something I should know. I think you've got something for me. Oh yeah? Yeah. Then what's that? That's what I'm asking you. Asking me what? Why I got here so quick, or if I know something you should, though that possibly being asked, I probably know a lot of things you probably should. We don't have time today for you to be a smart aleck. What do you know? Well, firstly, that even I know that's a terrible code and- You're in a mood today. I'm not. Be quick about this. We're in the middle of an op in an open case. Uh, sorry. Sorry, Mr. Sheriff, man. Fucking hells, put me down. That's Marshall now. Oh, yeah? Congrats. Since- since when? Since the fiasco with the mayor. You were there. So I was. So I was. Why is everyone still calling me Sheriff? I kinda like Sheriff better. Put me down now. Are we going to behave? Or am I going to have to see how well you fly? Gonna behave. Spacer's honor. Promise? Double promise. <sighs> You're lying. How would you know? So first, tell me. Are you on the case? Yeah, I am. With Cupid, all above board? Sure is. Straight biz, you talk to her. She's got all the deets. What's it about? Well, missing girl, I think, might actually be about something stolen or yada yada. You know the deal. No one's being very upfront with what they want from me, and everyone's expecting me to run around in circles for them. Speaking of making me do that, would you mind putting me the fuck down? And on the ground, not over the edge? Fine, but if you run, I'll sit the hounds on you. Ah, that guy runs once because he was confused. Then you never let him live it down. You ran like three times over the course of several days. And it cost loads in manpower and resources. Who's counting? Me. You're lucky still not to be rotting in a corporate hole. The passes for a jail cell. Alright, fair enough. Anyways, hi Sheriff. Uh, Marshal. It really doesn't sound nearly as cool. Regardless, how are you? I'm alright actually. Working as usual. Thanks for asking me so politely and non-violently. How's Team Tau? Been busy? What are you doing here? Actually, wait, no. Scratch that. I don't care. More importantly, what do you want with me? You really are in a mood. Am I? Or have I been up all day on an annoying case that people are already lying in that may or may not very possibly be a divorce case? Ah, you hate divorce cases. Loathe. Well, I apologize. It's been a rough week all around. I didn't mean to take it out on you either. Ah, fucking hells. Tell me about it. Yeah, fine, no hard feelings. But man, the fuck do you lift? You almost dislocated my shoulder. You'll live. Now scram. Go get back to work. I don't want anyone seeing you here. 
You might blow your cover. I'll find you later. What? Just like that? You know, this could have been a net message and not an assault and battery. Besides, I'm not even really an undercover agent or whatever. So when you say things like that, it sounds way more threatening than it needs to be. Just get out of here before I actually show you assault and battery. Fine, fine. You're not going to tell me what you're doing down here at all? No, none of your concern right now. Get out of here before anyone else sees you. I gave him a small shrug and a mocking bow before I turned and made my way as quickly as I could down the walkways. Whatever was going on just got a whole lot messier. And like any mess, I wanted to watch it from over there, out of arm's reach. I also wanted a drink, in arm's reach, my arms. cold. I could see my breath freeze in the air in front of me. Candlelit windows flickered like beacons of freedom all down these cobblestone streets. None of them seemed to be my destination. I could vaguely feel my legs were numb to the knee. I looked down to see I wasn't in my usual streetwear, but some sort of soft cotton and leather clothes of wasn't sure what. The snow I was trudging through was rather high. My body kept on moving until it reached a lone door at the end of the street. My hand stretched out on its own, gripping a door knocker, shaped like the open mouth of a snake. There was movement on the other side of the frosted glass and the door swung open, greeting me with a soft yellow glow, and my vision swirled with it. Oh, hello there. I'm surprised you made it out here in this weather. Weren't you told you could skip today? Huh? You're shitting me. Of course not. I wouldn't make you come into town in this weather. Didn't care to tell you. You most certainly did not. That I can't even miss one meeting, in fact. <laughs> oh, well. Since you're here, we can summarize some theory about burning for you to recite back to him. He'll be satisfied with that, and it should only take a moment. Fucking shards? Then what? And I gotta trudge all the way back through camp? Awful. Awful? Oh, well, you could just stay here. I wouldn't mind the company. Yeah? You wouldn't mind? What was your plan this evening? I'm testing a new recipe. Come, look. My head felt foggy, like I was wading underwater. My eyes were staring at a picturesque little town. Blurry, but quaint. It was lined with stone buildings rising a few floors to wooden roofs, covered in powdery white snow. A sharp smell hit my nostrils, 
pulling me away from the fogged glass I was staring through and into a warm little room. The soft brown walls seemed to blend into the background like a framed picture of the mind. In front of me was a red-headed woman in a long green dress. It sparkled in the soft glow coming off of the fireplace we were set in front of in rickety wooden chairs. I tried to look up at her, but my eyes would involuntarily slide off her face every time I tried, remaining fixated on the hanging staff on the wall behind her, or on the soft red flames in front of us. Anything but her. And no matter how hard I tried, never long enough for me to see her clearly. I don't know what you heard, but it was a lie. You don't want to know the stories I hear about you. I mean, how your magical circuits seem to be atrophied from such little usage. Ah. Uh, what's that gotta do with this, uh, potion? Well, I have been brainstorming, and I think I've come up with something that should help flush your burning pool. I theorize that this should give all your circuits a good flush and force the closed ones back open. Maybe even rejuvenate them a little bit. I'm not quite sure what effect it'll have fully, but I guarantee it's safe. Uh-huh. And how much is it gonna hurt this time? Oh, my dear friend. Why would you ever assume something like that? Because it always does. Not always. Name once it didn't. Yeah, you got a bug problem going on in here. Oh no, those are just the ones I keep to feed in your snacks. Don't mind them. Did you be keeping those? I'm pretty sure. Never mind. I'm still waiting to hear a time that you've said to me something like, "You're about to feel a little bit of pressure," and not the next moment been like, "Whamma." Out for a week. How about that time in Lakeville? Which time? The time I made the bargain bin Everlast potion using dragon blood instead of Telporium? Yeah, I was power tripping off my rocker for weeks. Though, it did indeed not hurt you. Those exalterators, on the other hand, were traumatized. Regardless, trust me, you like this one. I've nailed out the recipe on Zelmar. That guy will break anything. So, I drink it, and then I just get to do magic better. Oh dear me, you really paid no attention, did you? Don't know what you're talking about specifically, but not one drop. Ah, gods of No, not at all. This is only going to flush and refill your circuits. Aside from the ability or potential, you still need the knowledge, which is the reason you're here, no? Yeah, definitely. Then go sit down and we'll get started on that summary. Oh, alright. Come on, don't drag your feet on my carpet.
No, wrong. Try again. Right. Okay. Base of energy through space time on that jazz. Use a catalyst or a specific technique that'll shape it. And no experimental stuff until I get a firmer grasp on the elements. And as you said, a hundred and two. A hundred and three times, because details are important. Don't, by any means, do something as stupid as trying to formulate a multi-step incantation to flow any stupid idea I can come up with into one. And why? Because it's really all about the intent behind what I'm trying to do, and not what I'm saying. If I need to focus, I shouldn't be spouting off nonsense like I'm a lame-ass wizard. Perfect. Mm-hmm. You're still going to do it, aren't you? I don't actually sleep. Not sure why. I know what it is, so maybe I did at some point. I must have, but I don't seem to actually need it anymore. Now instead of sleep, I just lay there, motionless, eyes closed to the void, letting my mind drift from this world. Aware of my surroundings, but retreating into my subconsciousness. Usually, it's nothing more than slightly relaxing darkness, the sounds of the world around me muffled. But I see flashes at times, of things I don't know, of things I'm not sure I want to know. Because as I see them, they make no tangible sense. Worlds of green, yellows, browns. Sometimes it's uniformed people, in metal tubes of sorts, floating in space. Scenes that feel like they're right out of a nutshell, or some, or some fantasy hero's adventure, off to save a princess from a dragon. Ultimately, meaningless to me, but hey, maybe a much needed reprieve. Ugh. Oh man, what time is it? Oh, I hate that thing. I startled back to reality and checked the time. It was past noon. I turned down the radio and took a moment to regather myself. I must have laid my head in the afternoon sun as it was still warm on my back. My datapad was still open in front of me where I was scrolling through records, checking accounts on the bionet, trying to find any hint of a Meredith Wren. But whatever I found, before zoning out that is, was as fruitless as that zoning out was. The comic I'd taken was on the table in front of me. I hadn't been able to crack it. I knew my way around most tech, digital or cyber, but with the death of a kiddie pool, and didn't extend to this planet's particular communication devices. Right, whenever I was having trouble with tech, or needed an extra pair of eyes for sleuthing and cracking regardless, 
there was one man I could call, not only because of his expertise, but because he was the best I could ever afford, and that was free. His name was Packet Tracer, a good man by all accounts, if those accounts didn't include anyone who'd gone on his digital bad side. Ugh. Yeah, who is it? Who else were you expecting? Let me in already. Oh, yeah, come in, come in. Alright, I'm here. What's the update? Grand theft? Manslaughter? Maybe you got a heist plan and need a street-smart, witty tech guy with corporate access? By the gods above and below, I sure hope not. Just don't tell me tis a divorce case. By the gods above and below, it might be. Crash. I'm on my lunch break and the marshal's gonna want to know where I've been if I'm late. Got a big briefing tonight. Something is going down between organized crime groups. I'm in the chair for it. He looked around my office, wrinkling his nose as he walked over to my coffee pot and raised it. Is this fresh? It smells like piss. But that may be the building. No job on this planet could be considered fresh. That's beside the point. What's there to drink around here? Wake up whiskey. Top shelf. Pour me a glass as well. I could use some. If you want something easier, check the cabinet. I might have some of that breakfast bourbon left. Man, I hate this place. We really gotta find a better part of town. Had to pop two gangers on my way down. You live in the building. They blocked the stairs. I didn't have all day. Maybe you should dress like someone looking to get hassled. And what, look like you? Someone already hassled? It could be worse. Couldn't look like these two. Ah, oh, good gods, man. Warn a guy first. What did you think could be worse meant? That they're going to be dolled up in their club finest? Ugh, this is gruesome. I'll assume that's the crime scene you mentioned, huh? Yep. Very messy. Tell me about it. I might never get the stains out of my clothes. And that was my last good shirt. Stomach churning as that is, this all you got? I slid my data pad over to him and watched him flip through the pictures and video I had taken. That's a lot of damage going around. You functioning all good? Reschedule your doc appointment at Evo? Uh, it seems it wasn't worse than the ding on the arm. The good arm. I'm seemingly fine otherwise. You really shouldn't put it off. Besides, I hooked you up with Synthek. They're like one of the best at... Fucking hells, what happened to this guy? Frying pan. Repeatedly. Do I want to know what scene you walked in on that had this going on? Wasn't them. Not the frying pan, at least. Do you not have a fucking gun? And magic? What the fuck, man? I was surprised. Had to think on my feet. Or on my knees from behind the counter. It was actually worse than it sounds. We're going to pretend that's a reason and not an excuse, and move on. This whole situation looks weird. See these two? Yeah, hard not to. There's a little bit of them over there, and over there. Definitely freelancers. Vaguely recognize them from the bounty boards. Smugglers of sorts, I think. What did you say this woman we're looking for was doing down there again? Her name is Meribeth Wren. And I don't know what she was doing. Essentially, all that I got was she was down there with two guards, and then some hint of a buy or something. Dig anything else up on her while poking around? 
Surprisingly nothing. Zero. Void. Null. Either no one has seen them since, or no one wants to talk about it. House was even a bust. Total decoy. That's unusual. Check the databanks? Nothing publicly available on any Bionet network or Netscape I can access. Not even a single record of her existing before she was seemingly hired by some of the West Side Enterprises across downtown. No birth, schooling, or a single regulation or law violation. That's gotta be fake. Even I have like two of those, and I'm like the most law-abiding citizen. The way we met, and almost everything you do in your spare time aside, sure. You're a fucking poster boy for the corporate lifestyle. On a more regular example, I've gotten a dozen this week. Paid none of them off. Well, that's unrelated because you keep breaking into places and ignoring cameras. Have you tried using front doors more? Might cut your fines down by nearly 50%. Huh, you're a riot. Gods, I hope not. Pretty sure inciting dissent is against my contract. Anyways, sounds like we have some sleuthing to do. Let's get started and we'll still have time to hit the chromium. I have gotten started. I've been working all day. Yeah, but now we're going to actually get stuff done. Fine, fine. Let's begin. Beckett looked around my office with a very confused expression. In here? Yeah. In the dark? No, not in the dark, you dumbass. It's also not even all that dark. With just your datapad. And comlink. Where's all your screens? Or an oracle deck? A console? Something? He stared at me from across a desk like he expected me to break into smiles and jokes, leap from my desk and hit a button that was going to open a secret layer filled with bats for dramatic purposes. What is this, the analog age? I don't really use Zoltec. I don't like messing magic with technology much in general. It screws with me. I've never seen it do that, but fine. You've got to have at least a handheld console somewhere here, right? Is it hidden? Do you press your desk and it pops out of the wall or something? Yeah, no. How do you work in here? Or at all for that matter? Don't get your fancy panties in a twist. I make do. And I know you brought your deck. Lucky for you, I did. So I'll get it plugged in, and then, let's see. Check the soulscape because you're tech illiterate. Crack the comm you brought me. Ooh, it's a nice one. Are you gonna sit there the whole time? No, you're gonna sit here the entire time. I'm gonna go see client and then go to the chromium. Hopefully kid has got another lead. Hang me if you find anything, yeah. Don't know when I'll be back. This might end up taking all night. Yeah, yeah. Just remember to lock me in. I hate it when people watch me go under. Alright. Don't let anyone who's not a client in while I'm gone. Bring back some snacks. I get hungry in there. Rice Krispies? You know it. Sweet and salty, please. Ugh. Alright, catch you later. As I gathered my things, I watched him pull a large device out of his case. It was like a digital handheld but unfolded with several small screens and other keyboards. He plugged the comlink I'd taken into it, and then pulled a long black cable from the deck and plugged into the port on his hand. His eyes rolled back and he went limp in my chair. 
Screens on his deck were already on and started scrolling, moving windows and information faster than even my eyes could keep up. It was almost impressive to watch someone in the soulscape from the material plane here. Or maybe it was just him. It reminded me a bit of... Something. Somewhere. I couldn't quite put my finger on it. But I couldn't shake the feeling either. Stop watching me, man. It's weird. Oh. Oops, sorry, sorry. Um, see you later. Door. Lock it. My feet hit the middle streets and my head was lost in thought before I hit the end of the block. Streets began to pass me by as I made my way for the rail station. I was distracted by the feeling of unease settling in on my shoulders, sending a shiver down my spine. I was acutely aware the hairs on my arm were standing at end as I tugged on the glove covering my left hand, and my eyes flickered off the passers-by scanning for some unknown threat. But while my eyes meant none, the feeling wouldn't go away. I tried to not let it bother me, but after a block, I walked up to a drink vendor at the side of the street. Hey, stranger, you want the java? Yeah, let me get a kafefe. No milk. We got some new Bebsico beans. I'll whip you up something very nice. Man, didn't you have some better beans last time I was here? Yeah, but you know, Ensign come around and this is the stuff they want. Can't afford to carry more than one time and it's not worth catching the beating for it. But don't worry. Yeah, I give you a big cup, one can yeah, good deal. Alright, fine, yeah, I'll take one. I casually look over my shoulder as I'm waiting for the vendor to prepare my drink. Slowly, casually, as I was digging into my pocket for a credgram, like that, I was just another flustered person, just awoken and trying to pay for a... Ah, oh, shit. Hey, Jonah. Think I can smell him. I barely avoided meeting their eyes, but they were impossible to miss now that I knew to look. Two men tall enough in stature to be a head and shoulders above most of the others. They didn't stick out this far on the east side of downtown. You barely need more than a long coat and shady glasses to look like everyone else. But I couldn't forget those faces. Set in a grizzled and half-shaven square-jawed face. His eyes were scanning the crown under short curly dark hair. I watched them go over my head as I snatched the cup of synthetic java being offered to me and pivoted around, quickening my pace down the block. I sipped quickly, and as I blocked down, the crowd was thinning more than a wage slave's hairline. I tried to focus my hearing to pick them up behind me, but I couldn't catch voices with this many people around. I could easily pick out the two heavy-set boots, matching my pace evenly. I refocused, speeding up to match my pounding heartbeat, and as I turned a corner, I threw a proper look over my shoulder. My heart dropped as I saw him. Almost missed him beside the grizzled one, but he was a head taller. Most of his angular and sunken face was hidden by large mirrored glasses set upon a pale skin nose. It was hard to hide the tube sticking out from under his collar. 
giving off a faint green neon glow. Hummered miserably, people parted around him, stopped to stare in fear and awe, or turned and walked as fast as they could in the opposite direction. I stalled too long. His cybernetic yellow eyes met mine for just a split second before I stepped out of view. In that glimpse I caught of him, he was lifting his hand and gesturing towards me already. It was definitely Johnny, the ex-Ensign Enforcer. And beside him was Grizzly, the X-18 Tau. I power walked down the next block as fast as I could without seeming overly suspicious. But when I heard them close enough behind me, subtlety now gone as their heavy footsteps echoed the half-enclosed streets, I broke into a sprint myself, tearing down the metal sidewalk. Taking a sharp right turn down the first alley I saw, I blew through a group of people clogging the passageways. My java was lost onto a grey suit jacket, but I would mourn it later, as I needed both of my hands for... Alright, here we go. Winds intertwined. <gasps> I hit an awning, and then a low-hanging roof hard. Rolling across my back and my body deftly sprung back up with practice ease I didn't realize I had. But I couldn't waste a beat and thundered towards the next edge, throwing myself off and propelling myself forward towards the next roof over the traffic with a second blast. He's getting away, stop him! Out of the corner of my eye, I could see the enforcer stomping down the street. People were leaping out of the way, or being run down by the machine gun. My feet stopped me at the ledge of the roof, in front of me was six lanes of traffic, and then several high-rise mega-buildings. Too far to jump, too high to catch a hold of anything anyways. Where are you running, kid? Hold your ass up! There is no way I will do any such thing. I turned right and sprinted down the side of the building instead. Grizzly was hot on my heels, but he was much heavier set and couldn't move like I could. Under a set of pipes in a quick slide. Over an electric box in a spinning jump. I could see the edge of the wall was coming up. The buildings were too high on that side as well for me to hit a roof, but at least it was only a couple lanes away. My feet hit the edge again and I leapt off. Third blast in the chamber spent to get me across. I slammed into a metal staircase that was sticking out of the alley. I managed to grab a hold, but the ladder wasn't stable and dropped as my weight hit it, slowing my descent not helping me stop gravity. Why does every day have to hurt so much? Stop running, you rat. Up uh, we go. Come on, man. I took off down the alley, ignoring the pain shooting through my leg. There was no time to see if I was wounded, and barely enough time to look over my shoulder. The enforcer was tearing through the street behind me. He was briefly illuminated by headlights. Right before a car slammed into him. I wasn't waiting around and got out the other end of the alley. Cursing my luck. A small side street. It was hard not to get lost in the maze of streets and alleys at the best of times. 
much less when you're in a dead sprint for your life. There were stairs on my right, leading up to another series of alleyways and side streets. The left side led to the main way out, and in front of me was another mega building, but it looked residential as I couldn't see any security about. Behind me were two very bad ex-cops who might blame me for the fact that they were ex-cops. I really didn't want to find out. I think you're going to want to come with me, my boy. Yo, what the- Gosh, now. Hurry. My arm reached into my jacket for my gun, but it was gripped by a man. He wrapped an arm around my shoulders and pulled me towards the stairs and it gripped tight enough I could barely squirm. He was nearly my size, but a bit more heavy set. I craned my neck to look at him, but I got an eye full of shiny, almost white hair and shoulders and thick gray cloth. Ballistic weave. What the- let me fucking go! Would you be quiet, boy? They'll hear us. I managed to push him off and snake my way out of his grip, but as I spun, he locked my arm in place where it was trying to draw. I looked forward at him in surprise at the strength and stared into faint green eyes twinkling in the low light. Set in a young face, despite the older looking hair and ancient fashion sense, took me a moment longer to recognize it was the man I'd met in the underground the night before, at the food vendor. Who the fuck? Actually, don't tell me. Let me go, you- Dude, what is your problem? His eyes flickered off mine and the roofs around us. His face hardened slightly and he did not let me go. Would you cut it out? I'm trying to save you. This feels more like a kidnapping. And he let me go and stepped ahead, gesturing at me to follow. I turned and looked up. I swear I saw the shadows shift and move. I didn't see anyone in them, and the sound of clomping footsteps pulled me away. Who the fuck are you? I'm not going anywhere with you. I already told you. I'm Sean, my boy. Now come on. They're still following. We took another hard right into a little semi-public square. There were a few liquid and a few more neon trees beside a few graffiti benches. Balconies lined the buildings around us at the higher levels, and the lower ones were filled with shuttered windows and doors. There wasn't another soul to be found. Empty aside from a lone man sitting near the center, leaning back onto one of the benches. He seemed to be waiting for us and looked up as we neared, adjusting the black and thick cloth sleeveless jerkin he was wearing, with bulging arms of dark skin. John, what the fuck is this? Who do you bring here? What is this man? Long story, my friend. We've got company incoming. Why you show up with a problem? You know I ate it when you show up with a problem. Unlike my rescuer, this man was nearly hairless aside from long eyelashes and pencil-thin eyebrows. Settled over dark eyes that were sunken in and seemed to be attempting to peer into my very soul. I almost felt drawn into them as I gazed into his for a moment. But the flaring of magic pulled me away. Dawn also turned around to where my two pursuers had started catching up. Do you have a plan? Of course. 
Is it just bluffing again? Maybe we should call. Oh, you know. Is that what I think it is? Verily. Ah, what bullshit is this? That remains to be seen. I think out, boys. Let them see him. Hey, are either of you two gonna explain? There's the little rat. I see you found yourself some friends again. I turned to see the two ex-cops were very close. Johnny glared at me, his irises flashing from yellow to red as his lip curled back into a snarl. He kicked over a trash can that was in his path instead of walking around it. Just to be an asshole, I assume. Grizzly seemed much calmer as he unbuttoned his long coat, flashing iron on his belt as he came to a stop firmly in front of us. Afternoon, gentlemen. Lost, are we? The exit is that away. Maybe we are, maybe we aren't, yeah? What is it to you? Quite a lot, as it seems. I'm sure you two are just lost on your paths of life. So, if you turn around and walk the way you came, this can continue being quite the peaceful evening for us all. We don't mean no harm, nor maliciousness to none of you two. Fine, gentlemens. We're just here to pick up a little lizard that scuttled off. Uh-huh. And look, he's right there. We'll be taking him off your hands if you don't mind. I see you truly have misunderstood me, my dear fellow. Let me rephrase in simple words you might understand. If you do not want to be gutted and filleted like a pig for the type of weekend family roast that you invite your in-laws to, even though you hate them, then you and your pet walking, talking, impotent fax machine should turn heel at once and bounce. Damn. Roasted like alligator at a Bayou Boy cookout. What's a fax machine? You got yourself some new mouthy backup, stranger. I think he's as bad as you. I sure fucking did. Get a load of this guy. <coughs> we don't have time for this. Are you handing over the street rat or not? Yes, well. That would indeed conclude the time dined to be wasted with you. A farewell, you two. Don't trip over your own tails on your way out. I don't think you understand your position here, or how much danger you're in. We're taking the spacer. The only question is if you're going to die over it. The enforcer stepped up, ripping his coat off with an ease tug of the fabric, and it gave away like Velcro. Is that the trick? The tubes coming off him sprung up whirring slightly as they pumped something into him. His muscles began to bulge. Pupils dilated as he neared. My heart rate spiked for a moment, and my hands were already moving to my jacket, but John smacked it away with a smile. Mr. Q, if you will. Ah, uh, what do I know? Maybe it is good to stretch one's muscles once and again. Now who is this big asshole? 
The other man brushed past us both. His right hand flicked out and there was a flash of white light. A long thin hatchet slid into his palm. His fingers wrapped around it and he gave it a twirl before meeting Johnny chest to chest. Surprisingly, even for his considerably shorter stature, he didn't back down and Johnny had a moment of surprise on his face when the dark-skinned man seemed not to bounce off him entirely. It was like two immovable forces smacking into each other. Are you looking to die today, Sonny? I am about to open a can of whoop ass over your stupid, ugly, chrome-ass-looking face. Oh boy, we got ourselves a killer over here. We hunt creatures bigger than you for sport where I come from. You know what I am? You and what army, killer? Almost as the words left his mouth, there was a sound of several windows around us opening. I didn't dare take my eyes off the people possibly about to attempt murdering me, but in the corner of my vision I could see several gun barrels spread out across the second and third floors, poking out from cracked and half-open windows, keeping their gunners hidden at the angle I had. Johnny and the other were too busy staring each other down, but Grizzly took immediate notice. The new tension in his posture was impossible to miss. He stared from me to Sean and back for a second, before shaking his head and pulling at Johnny. Come on, it ain't worth making the scene. What? You scared of a little lead? Let's fucking thrash and crash this place. We can drag what's left of him to the boss. Shut your damn mouth, Johnny, and put your fucking shirt on. We're leaving. This ain't the last you've seen of us, stranger. For your sake, I hope it is. The enforcer's expression wasn't exactly dejection, or some annoyance at the lack of mayhem he wasn't able to cause. He made it evident by punching one of the metal walls, arm going straight through it, and coming out like he had just punched paper as he growled and turned the bend behind Grizzly. I firmly looked away in the windows, with whoever was behind them, were all back to as they were before. We shuddered, much more silently than they opened. I listened, could even hear a breath outside the three of us standing here, and the fading footsteps of the other two. Ayo, they just got lucky. I was about to open them up like guns. Holy shit, that was a real enforcer. We just came very close to death. Yeah, no duh. I can't believe they bought that. Holy fuck, I thought we were about to get our faces punched in. You worry too much, brother. It would have been okay. I had him on a platter. Yes, you and that twig splitter, I'm sure. By the gods, we just all nearly died horrible deaths. You worry too much. The worst damage that happened to you is emotional. Yeah, uh, thanks for helping me avoid that. Ayo, who is this man? Stranger. What kind of melodramatic and broody name is that? It's deep, important, and means stuff. As much as I'd like to chat and catch up, we should not linger. They are bound to return with backup of their own. 
and the boys will need to sharpen their teeth for it. Yeah, uh, I'm not gonna ask what the fuck that means, cause I need to get going anyways. Yes, that would probably be for the best. But, one question. Shoot. What the fuck was that about? I do not know. At all? No. I saw you were in trouble, and figured I'd assist. Those two have been snooping around here a lot lately. What were you doing then? Why, espionage, of course. Oh. Like, cool spy stuff. I prefer the badass secret agent variety. Oh. Are you allowed to, like, just talk about that? Verily. Why does that surprise you? I don't know. This is all very weird and uncomfortable. And I started this day off rather confused, and it hasn't gone any better. Don't worry, my boy. You'll get there. See you around, stranger. The pinstriped man turned heel and strode away, his whistling audible as he left. The other lingered, still staring at me silently with those big, void-like eyes. For a moment, I caught a ring of white crackle through them, but he kept a neutral face as he nodded curtly and followed the other. I stared at them a long moment before taking a third way out of the square to continue my way towards the West Boros. I wanted to think more, ponder what just happened, what had been happening, but I couldn't get that goddamn tune out of my head. Thank you for listening to Black Collar Episode 2, it's always complicated. Don't forget to like the episode and to leave a review on whichever platform you're listening on. You can follow us on Twitter at FreeDoomNews or join the Discord for more updates and a peek behind the scenes. And finally, you can help us afford some new Ballistic Weave by donating to the Patreon. Thank you to the rest of our cast, Mortimer for playing additional voices. Mina Kinji for playing Larita and additional voices, Diasaru for playing Wolfgang and additional voices, and to you, the listener, for being with us. Stay tuned for episode 3 in a couple of weeks, and in the meantime, there's some shorts floating about to hold you over. And while you're out there, beware, anything that can go wrong, will. But we made the lemons. <laughs>